I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Season 2, The Holiday Special. <laughs> Alright, so I've mentioned this in my previous episode that I'm going on a holiday, just a quick one. And normally what I do for every episode is that after dinner, I would go and have it recorded on whatever topic I have in mind on that day. So legit talaga yung naririnig yung dikay, hindi siya biro or kung ano man. Talagang dumidigahe ako kasi it's just after dinner. So anyway, for the couple of weeks, uh, three, four weeks, um, I would be, I have created a couple of episodes that would be about K-drama, travel, and holiday, of course. So um, I think these are the topics that very much alive ang dugo ko. Kumbaga, na talagang kahit anong araw, kahit anong oras, kaya kitang upuan at talaga upuan. <laughs> kaya kong umupo at makipagtalak, talak, makipagkwentuhan sa'yo or makipagkudaan sa'yo hanggang madaling araw. Talagang hindi na uubos yung energy ko kapag ito yung mga topic. So, ang very first uh, week, I think I would be doing a couple of K-drama and um a little bit of just holiday and then travel. So that's for the next three, four weeks while I'm on a holiday. And um, instead of doing an almost daily show, which is like Monday to Friday, which is the usual, I'm planning to do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday episode. So MWF muna tayo for today, uh, for th- in the meantime. And... It's going to be running from around 15 to 30 minutes. Depende kung gano'n naman kadada ako. And you know, it's K-drama. So, I have a lot of things to say. Lalo na pagdating sa mga... It's, it's very close to my heart. Because I grew up in front of the TV. And, and not just K-drama. I've watched Mexican, Spanish, telenovelas, Filipino, of course, and then Japanese, Taiwanese, Chinese. Lahat pinapanood ko basta may subtitle or tinagalog. <laughs> Di ba? Ganun ako ka-addict. And then meron na ngayon ng mga Hollywood, sa Netflix, mga series. So, I basically grew up in front of the TV and like most 90s na batang 90s talagang yun yung buhay namin kung hindi kami naglalaro sa labas nasa laob kami ng bahay at nanonood ng mga TV so very much relate talaga ako nung pinaki- pinanood ko yung Reply 1988 kasi ganun talaga din yung era yung panahon namin eh as in pupunta kami sa bahay ng isang tao or kaibigan or kaklase tapos doon kami nanonood ng kung ano-ano and usually yun yung bahay namin doon 
yung mga friends namin, neighborhood friends doon sa bahay namin pumupunta. And, and that's because napaka-strict ng tatay namin. Kaya hindi kami makakalabas. <laughs> so, doon na lang sila pumupunta. So, anyway, um, I just want to talk about the journey that I had um, going or leading to K-dramas. So, yun nga, sabi ko nga, like most 90s, batang 90s, we grew up in front of the TV. And at that time, ang patok talaga was either a Judy Ann or a Claudine drama or mga Mexican or Mexican or Spanish. Ano ba si Talia? Spanish ba si Talia? Or Mexican? Basta yun. Andiyan si Rosalinda, Marimar. Ang dami niya mga ginawang magaganda noon. Ang talaga namang wow. Diba? Ang gaganda ng mga Latina na to. And yun, ang daming mga ganong telenovela na lumabas noon. And it's most, most of the time, nasa afternoon sila. And sa gabi naman, may, uh, siguro mga paisa-isa, mga Rosalinda, mga ganun yung level dapat para mailagay ka sa prime time. And then, I don't know exactly when we started to love Asian novella. So, I'm just gonna call it Asian novella, yung mga Taiwanese, Japanese, Korean, Chinese drama. I don't know when we exactly started, but I remember f- that the very first one that I saw and I actually loved was not really autumn in my heart. If I'm not mistaken, ang pinakauna kong pinanood was, uh, it's, called, it's called Amazing Twins or The Legendary Siblings 2. Ang ano niya, ang name niya sa Google or sa Wiki. But it's... Um, ang title niya sa Philippines was Amazing Twins and I'm not sure kung ABC5 or IBC13 yung kumuha nun but that was the very first one na napanood ko and it was like it, it was something na nakakatawa kasi andyan yung it's a Chinese novella so Chinese drama so it was um, parang ang story revolved around two siblings or kambal na pinaghiwalay ng tadhana and ang setting niya was somewhere sometime na mga panahon ng uh, sinauna na may mga lumilipad ng mga martial artist and all ganun ganun yung setting niya yung mga, ba, yung mga nag-aaway sila sa gitna ng ano yun yung bamboo field ang daming mga pampo tas talaga doon sila sa gitna may open field doon doon sila nagkakarate and all so yun yun yung mga first ones na napanood ko and then um we then had the Taiwanese if I'm not mistaken sila yung muna nakauna sa atin Taiwanese which is um, yung mga my MB, MVP ba yun? yung may mga basketballista and then oh of course Meteor Garden and then um, ano ang dami nun ah um, I think meron na nun ng mga uh, Lavender Scent oh I remember this Lavender Scent there this was actually a story about um basta medyo malungkot yung ending niya anyway and then sa story or sa drama may meron sila nung parang nakakapsule or hindi siya capsule parang like a small glass or bottle na may lavender sa loob tapos yun yung parang quintas and all na nagsisimbolize ng love na love for each other and that was such a huge hit na yung mga bata nung panahon namin we were buying things na yung mga necklace pero hindi siya lavender sa loob para siyang mga colored 
um, salt or sand. No, parang ganun. So, nag-feeling kami na at that time. <laughs> and then, I remember nung pumatok din yung meteor garden. Oh my gosh. Um, I would buy posters. I would buy... Uh, na- naalala ko nun yung Pepsi. Nagkaroon sila ng special na Pepsi Blue or something like that. Na blue, yung color ng Pepsi. And they had a poster. Pag bumili ka ng dalawang litro, may poster ka ng F4 na limited edition or exclusive para sa mga ganong sa Pepsi Blue. I had to buy. Inubos ko yung baon ko for a Pepsi Blue liter para lang makakuha ko ng poster. Ganong kalala. Like every room, every corner ng room namin at that time had the faces of Watsale, ano, si, sino to? Si Jeremy? Ano ba? Daming Sil. <laughs> Unti ka ko pa makalimutan. And I think, mula nung pumatok yung Meteor Garden, we also had a couple of other dramas na yung mga bida is yung gang nung, ano, nasa Meteor Garden. I remember meron na mga, well, it wasn't that good. Hindi siya yung ganong kaganda compared to Meteor Garden. But maybe because napakatas ng standard na binigay ng Meteor Garden. But it wasn't that exciting or entertaining. Yung mga sumunod na drama like Marmalade Boy and then um, Poor Prince ba yun? Yung parang medyo poor doon si si Watsalay. And then, pero ang lakas ng pandinig niya pagdating sa mga coins and all. Diba? Kung naalala nyo rin yan, ang tanda na natin and then I think the very first Korean was was not really winter or autumn in my heart or was it? I think it was. I think autumn in my heart started it all and oh my gosh, that I went so crazy. I went so crazy for it. And lalo na yung mga kanta. If you know Fate Koneta, she was like the go-to or she yung talagang Pagdating sa OST ng mga Korean dramas, siya, siya at siya ang laging kinukuha. So, Winter Sonata, Autumn in My Heart, and a, a few more other na sumikat. And I think, ang isa sa mga sinubaybayan ko din noon, na hindi naman siya ganun ka-popular, pero I really loved it, was Bright Girl, Jang, ni Jang Nara. If I may say, anong meron? May pagka-alien ba to si Jang Nara? Because sa Bright Girl pa lang, ang ganda na niya, as in talaga, tapos ngayon, parang lalo siya bumabata. Feeling ko talaga totoo yung kwento or chismis na may pagka-alien to. Na isa siya sa mga, <laughs> di ba parang, kung napanood niyo yung Korean Odyssey ni, ni Lee Sung Gi, na parang isa daw si, si Jang Nara daw sa mga alien na hin- kailangan na magpa-plastic surgery para magmukhang matanda kasi hindi nga daw tumatanda. <laughs> I feel na talagang totoo siya. Because remembering the time na uso talaga yung ano, bright girl, or hindi naman naging uso, pero I mean, pinapanood ko siya, ganun na yung itsura niya. And now, looking back, couple of more than 10 years after, ganun pa rin siya ang itsura niya. ba? So, wow. Anong sekreto te? <laughs> Feeling ko kung ano man yung i-endorse si Jang Nara, kailangan natin bilihin. Kasi, for sure, yan yung sekreto niya. So, anyway, um, yeah, so, after that, there were a few more um, Korean novellas that 
that made a huge um, hit sa Philippines like Full House um, Kim Samson and uh, ano pa ba yung mga ano so I'm planning actually to do uh, a series as well with the na I'm gonna call like a K-drama for titas by a tita so these are like going to be consisting of K-dramas that I feel that you, as titas we should watch so these are like the old ones the OG of K-drama so I'm planning to come up with that and uh, just watch out for that episode and yeah a few other K-dramas so I think the term Hallyu Wave is very very appropriate sa nangyayari talaga because at that time when Autumn in My Heart became a big hit and a few other nagsidatingan na talaga super hit and then medyo naglilo and then dumating na naman ang Princess Hours Boys Over Flowers 2010 time ata to and then yun biglang sikat na naman sila ulit and then Lilo tas biglang 2016 and dyan naman yung Goblin Weightlifting Fairy um, Descendants of the Sun diba? ang dami so it really does come in uh, waves so um, there were other um, countries na also try to um big in the Philippines. Uh, I remember there was a time na pinupush din ng mga TV station ang Japanese drama or J-drama. Ano ba tawag sa kanila? Basta parang ganun, J-drama. And I guess the main difference between J-drama and Korean drama is that medyo exage ang J-drama. This is just my opinion, okay? So, for me, it's it's an extreme kasi if you have seen some of the J-dramas the pinano, pinalabas noon sa Philippines they were so heavy pagka-drama and then pag sa dating naman sa comedy or sa rom-com napaka-slapstick niya na medyo pagka-OA na um, I remember watching One Liter of Tears sa J-drama na parang hindi lang it was a story about this young girl who had a life na parang napakasaya it was so good and she was doing well in school she had good friends and she was starting to have love life for the first time parang ganun and then all of a sudden it was uh, she found out that she had this disease or illness na it was something like um, a G- um, Benjamin Button disease na degenerating yung kanyang body so unti-unti siyang nawawala ng senses until so one day na parang wala nang shutdown yung katawan niya and oh my gosh i cried more than one liter of tears sa dramang yun i think talagang grabe yung iyak ko so there were other dramas na pinalabas din and sa hapon meron din mga comedy like uh, i remember i love watching gokusen and uh, ano pa ba Oh, Hanakimi. Hanakimi, which actually has been done by Korean and Taiwanese. And if you remember to The Beautiful You by um, Suli, may she rest in peace, it was also a big hit. So there were so many other J-dramas, but none of them were really that big, um, I would say. Maybe in Gokosen, but we weren't that big because yun nga, I feel that it's more because of 
the story and how Japanese the culture wise I would say na sa kanila siguro ganun yung talagang ang pagpapatawan nila na medyo slapstick OA na pag sinampal parang nakikita mo pa yung nagsuslow mo yung pag pag ngiwi ng mukha niya <laughs> parang ganun so yun um, those were the few and then I started with the K-dramas and now that I'm older I would say <laughs> I realized that at that time nang talagang super patok ang Taiwanese and, and Korean dramas it was actually a sad day for the showbiz in- industry sa Philippines because if you think about it the prime time which is usually consists of four or five um, dramas half of it was actually fu- dramas ng mga Koreans and I think for for, for like a couple of months it was dominated by like three dramas na Koreans and then one Filipino so it was a sad day and fortunately ngayon hindi na siya I mean it's very much dominated ng mga ano ng mga Filipinos Filipino dramas and maybe because we have now access to the internet where we can find you know you have Kiss Asia na puno ng mga porn <laughs> Like, and ad, and pop-ups na mga ads na mga ano-ano and then other sites na may mga bayad din pero at least you don't see those people's butt sa, guy, sa side ng mga ng screen mo di ba and yeah we have YouTube and a few other sites na parang ganun din na Asian ganun and yeah that's where I get my I get to watch a lot of my K-dramas now because yun nga, may access na and now, since nandito na sa Filipinas, medyo mahirap na rin kumuha ng mga tinagalog na ano, ng drama. I think meron pa rin na mga paisa or dalawang, I think may Hotel de Luna nga na darating ata sa ABS-CBN or GMA yung nakakuha ng rights doon. But yeah, I remember when I was doing a ano ba to? OJT sa, sa GMA, I had to watch um, a couple of dramas na talagang that was actually a dream job for me because ewan ko ba, hindi ko lang penursu hindi ko lang talaga siguro naisip na pwede kong i-enjoy yung trabahong yon kahit maliit yung kita but I had to work at the department where we had to watch dramas um, series shows and then had to do a review about it It was so good. That was actually a dream job for me because kahit anong mangyari, palagi ako may pinapanood, di ba? Parang there, gusto ko talaga laging may may pinapanood ng mga drama, either Netflix, Kisation, or kung ano mang VU. VU ba? VU. Parang ganun. So anyway, um, yeah, so basically that's that's my whole journey with the K-drama and how I lead up to this life most of my youth was talaga spent on watching those dramas hindi lang talaga Koreans and all yung mga Filipino oh my gosh Ana Karina Ana, Ana Luna uh, ano to Esperanza Mula sa Puso and a lot of other dramas so it kind of shaped who I am right now <laughs> if you think about it oh nga no uh Yeah, so um, that's it. I think. Oh, by the way, 
It was actually through K drama that I had、uh, found out about K pop, and that's where I started wa- listening to K-、uh, to K-pop songs. Because the OST, like, I didn't know what to do when she sang a, a, a song for The Greatest Love or the. Ano ba ang, ano niya, other name. Basta the greatest love yung translation niya sa Tagalog. So anyway,、um, expect that on a couple more episodes, may mga suggested ako na mga k-dramas or mga favorite ko na highly recommended, parang ganon. And I would also be talking about travels because aside from watching TV or series or drama or movies, I also love traveling, so I'll be doing an episode on that as well during this t-、uh, no, holiday. Ano ba yun? During holiday special. And yeah, that's it. Oh, before I go, I just want to do a quick shout out sa mga friends ng aking pamangkin. Na I don't know why you kids are listening because I don't know. <laughs> Wala kayo makukuha sa akin. So anyway, shoutout to the friends ni Snakebite234. <laughs> Galit ito pa makin ko. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of this holiday special. And again, it would be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday episode in the meantime while I'm on holiday. But yeah, thank you so much. If you have anything to say, my Twitter is still available. I'll still be checking from time to time sa Twitter. So my Twitter account is at TalksTita. And that's it. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.